I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Okay, Blaze, I think uh, we sort of heard you and you gave us a picture of, you know, the app economy and the government justified moves, you know, justifiably soon what they have done. I come to you now, Saurabh, you know, this entire, you know, narrative that China has been having for so many years, this thing of the firewall, you know, not allowing, I mean, they have to really give it to them. They actually banned Google coming to China. And now that they're getting the taste of their own shutdown, the fact is that can India perhaps have its own firewall and perhaps this can lead to something as strong as that. What do you think? I, I think in India is a different company. So I don't think India is planning would do a firewall like the Chinese did. Uh, we we have two much stronger linkages with, uh, with the West in terms of how we leverage, use their technology and they use ours. Our IT industry is, is almost an organic part of the, the Western uh, IT industry. However, I think having some time for Indian uh, startups to actually put their act together and really go into some of these major areas is very helpful. Uh, of course, the government shouldn't do only this because what they should also do is look at other measures. For the Chinese, yes, they blocked everybody else, but they made domestic funding available for all their startups. They tried to increase the size of that market. So they held their hand. So while we do this, I think our government should also look at saying, how do we make access to capital easier from domestic sources? How do we simplify any policies, procedures, so that these companies can leverage this opportunity? Because... It will not be there forever. And it's not needed forever. It's just needed for a while. And all countries do that. I mean, look at the US. Uh, our IT industry uh, started to be very competitive and they started putting pressure on h one visas. You know, so every country looks after its own interests. But at the end of the day, even US companies want H-1B visas because it's impacting them. Similarly, for India, we don't want a blanket ban on all kinds of foreign software operating here. It's not good for us, both in terms of operations, efficiency, and we also leverage many things from them. Employment is only one of them. So this is a very nuanced uh, approach and decision. Uh, but to my mind, it is probably the only opportunity that entrepreneurs here will get to say, should we create the, another Zoom? Should we create a WhatsApp? I mean, the Chinese did all that, right? So it's possible. Our, our capabilities, our competencies, 
our innovative abilities are no less. And the point that you're reiterating time and again, that this is perhaps the golden opportunity for startups to become the likes of Zoom and ByteDance. Uh, sort of, I also wanted to pick you up further on this, that you know, uh, you said that you know, it can translate for benefits into Indian startups like we are seeing with the likes of Chingari or Roposo or ShareChat. They really have been in the news for a while now since the time this has really come out. Uh, but, there, but there's also this deafening silence of the government on the press note too. You know, there have been recent amendments. The clarity was supposed to come just a week thereafter. It has not really come. It's been about seven weeks. And it's increasingly becoming euphemism of what's really happening at the border. Uh, so one doesn't really know at this particularly targeted at China. So do you think that capital coming from China or having China as your LP, you know, even as a grandfathered fund, it's increasingly will be seen as a caution in the private markets ecosystem? And perhaps it could be more drastic measures against the Chinese investors. And one would like to safeguard themselves against having money coming from that region, maybe. So there's two types of Chinese capital. So one is capital that comes into public markets. Right? So you do want to make sure that Chinese capital doesn't come into public markets because at this time, all the company's valuations are depressed and it would be easy for, for foreign capital to come in, uh, take a big stake and maybe take control. So you don't want that to happen. When it comes to capital for uh, startups or unlisted equities, it's a slightly different issue because uh, you can enable laws that allow entrepreneurs to keep control of their companies. That is not Chinese capital that can disappear overnight. They will only have a minority stake. They cannot, majority will not happen. So to some extent, I am actually very much less concerned with Chinese capital, which comes in as venture capital or private equity. I'm much more concerned with Chinese capital that goes into public markets. Although I think some of the government measures are hit, looking at Chinese capital in private equity. That would actually not be my concern at all. My concern would be Chinese capital buying out ICICI Bank, for instance. That would be my concern, or HDFC. But not so much uh, Chinese capital you know, funding startups in India. That having been said, uh, let's assume it doesn't come. So what? Uh, China didn't depend on any overseas capital. Uh, they made a lot of domestic capital available. We can do the same. And the government has already done that through fund of funds. We can do more. And Western capital will come. If they think if they think the Indian startups that are going to become a Zoom or a WhatsApp, because India has a huge market, do realize that we are the biggest users in the world, probably, of WhatsApp, Facebook, Everything. So can we build our own? Of course we can. I mean, if we were Malaysia, we couldn't, right? But we're India, we can. We are, after the US or China, we are the third largest uh, population base. We can, of course, do it. We can sustain it. So would Western capital come? Yes, absolutely. If they think they'll make a, big, they'll make a good return, they will come. 
I don't think that's an issue. But you know, I think I would want to sort of also bring your attention to the concerns coming out from you know Chinese capital coming into private companies also. For instance, a lot of our unicorns are also funded by Chinese capital. And the question, I think, Gateway House did some research saying that you know the the ownership in China is very problematic. One doesn't really know who the owners of these capital providers are. Is it really the government or private companies? Because it is fairly opaque. And uh, what will really happen to the so-called unicorns and the likes of Paytm and so on, which, you know, admittedly have to admit the fact that, you know, they have a lot of their, you know, capital structures in such a way that a lot of uh, shareholding or a lot of decision making is still done by the likes of Alibaba or an ANT holdings. One can't deny that. So from the unicorn perspective, what do you think? What is the messaging going out there? So, like I said before, I genuinely am very concerned about Chinese capital in public markets. I am not sure that the government has addressed that yet. It should, right? So buying large chunks of HDFC worries me. But as far as coming into unicorns is concerned, we have two choices. Either we make domestic capital available, or we make sure they have access to foreign capital. If we do neither, we will have no unicorns. That is not something that we actually want. So the government is doing things that would actually get us more uh, uh, domestic capital. As I said, Western capital will come. But even Chinese capital in unicorns, it's a question of what are the legal frameworks under which they invest, terms and conditions. Uh, none of them would be in a majority holding. Okay. Uh, sort of my rapid fire begins now. And if I were to sort of tell you, how will 2020 go as the year for startups? What's the first word that comes to your mind? Not that great. <laughs> the first word that comes when I say the following, bite dance. That's for me? Yeah. Okay, valuations affected. <laughs> okay, Saurabh Atmanirbhar campaign, a good move or badly timed? A good move, very well timed. Okay, deglocalization, a great move for startups, Blaze? Yes, it's a good move for startups as long as you get the ecosystem in order. Okay, Saurav, you know, my last question to you is that, you know, if you were stuck in an elevator, you know, with the FM, what would be your advice to her? Like a two-minute pitch. My advice would be, there is going to be a tomorrow. And that tomorrow will be driven by startups and their innovation, not by anything else. So there's one focus you need to have. Just focus on startups. They will build the India of tomorrow. Exactly like if you look at America today, who do you talk about? Ford, General Motors, right? See who's building America's tomorrow and today. That is what is the India of tomorrow. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for having this meaningful discussion. I think we can travel various topics in the China-India equation right now. It'll be to be go from here. Till the time we see you next, goodbye and good luck. And please do stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.